cover its greatest hits, sports, and more. KRKO Everett. And it is a Monday night in Snohomish County, and it's time for Prep Sports Weekly. We're here every Monday night right about this time. I'm Tom Lafferty on this side of the glass, and that's well, look, Steve Willits on this side of the glass. There he is. There I am. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. How are you doing? We're doing pretty well. Doing can, pretty well. Can you imagine I we're, – we're going to talk to a baseball guy here in a minute, and initially when this was brought to our attention, I thought – Baseball already, but you know what? Tomorrow's February. <laughs> I know. Pitchers and catchers. Well, so yeah, I, I thought that too. Though I thought, well, oh, there's a little bit of a dispute going on there at the wow. major league level. But yeah, you're right. It's that time already. And uh, yeah, I, I jumped the gun a little. I'm so excited. But yeah, we're going to talk baseball and basketball tonight. We'll do it. Today's show brought to you by the Buzz In Steakhouse, Hattrick Northwest, the law office of Russell and Hill, Mike Dixon, Farmers Insurance. Screen Printing Northwest, and by Hometown Handyman. And who do we have on the show tonight? Coming up here in just a moment, we're going to hear from Henry Von Joanne. He is a member of the Northwest Baseball Umpires Association. And apparently there is a very big event going on over at Funco Field for the uh, the umpires, the local umpires, that he'll tell us all about. I guess there's even a special guest that's going to be taking part in this. So we'll talk to Henry about the event as well as just umpiring in general and how people can get involved because... And I know we're sounding like a broken record, but it's a must. We need to keep doing this. We have shortages at all different levels for all sports, really. I uh, I did a basketball game. I, I was the public address announcer for a doubleheader on Saturday. Yeah. Edmonds Woodway Meadowdale. It was girls first, followed by the boys. Um, a, uh, a trio of guys who offici- officiate girls games only did both games because they didn't have anybody to do the guys. And right. they had to kind of step out of their comfort zone, but that's what 2022 has been, and baseball is no different. So we'll talk to Henry about that here coming up. And then later on in the show, we're going to hear from three different basketball teams, all Wesco teams, uh, three coaches and two players. Let's give you the rundown. We're going to hear from Anthony uh, Wiedercare, who is the head boys basketball coach at Lakewood High School. Cougs uh, putting together a really nice season, by the way. They're 6-1, I think, in league play. We'll then talk to Luke Carpenter, who is in his first year as the head coach for Marysville Pilchuck's boys basketball team. Speaking of officials, by the way, uh, head official for football games around here on Friday night, so Luke's a busy guy. And then finally, during the uh, last segment of the night, we're going to hear from the Kamiak girls basketball team, an interview that I recorded, uh, I guess it was about an hour and a half ago, uh, May Tupoa, who is the head coach over there at Kamiak, along with players Bella Hassan and Nyella George, uh, joined me for an interview before their game tonight. They are playing as we speak. Uh, Kamiak is playing against Glacier Peak, and the Kamiak Knights are in second place yeah. in Wesco Foray. This is a, a Knights program that has kind of become accustomed to looking up at Glacier Peak and Jackson, but uh, not this year. They're ahead of them in the standings, so we'll uh, we'll talk to them about their successes. Today's show brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed, by Dale Wagner Law Office, GSR Rental of Monroe, by Ace Hardware Stores in Lake Stevens, Everett and Stanwood, Glass by Lund, Somers County PUD, and by Erickson Furniture. Ready to go? Let's do this. Here we go. And joining us right now on the phone, live from his home, I believe, it's uh, Henry Von Joanne from the Northwest Baseball Umpires Association, also known as NBUA. And Henry, before we have you tell us all about this event coming up this weekend, Give us a little insight as to what NBUA is. Obviously, I can figure it out. I know that it's local umpires here, but what what kind of areas are we covering and what levels? 
Hey, thanks for uh, letting me join you tonight. Uh, Northwest Baseball Umpire Association basically is the the umpire association that does all the high school uh, baseball in King County. So we, you know, our top uh, area is the Bothell, Woodenville. We do some uh, Meadowdale, Linwood, and then we go down and we we go down to Federal Way, uh, and then we. Um, uh, stretch out all the way out to the the east to uh, Mount Sai High School. So that's our coverage area. We do all high school ball and then all select ball from 13U up to 18U, and then we do adult ball. So we do the uh, the Puget Sound Senior Men's Baseball Leagues. Uh, we've got about eight leagues that we do in that area. And then finally we do a Pacific International League, which is – summer ball for college students. We do about 6,000 games a year. 6,000 games a year? Well, that, that keeps you... How many... P- PIL, is that's like the Everett Merchants, right? That's like the Everett Merchants, yes. Yep, yep. So you mentioned 6,000 games. So how many uh, members are in this association currently? Right now we have about 130, which is low. We typically run at about 170, but like uh, every other sport, we've had more attrition than we've been able to pick up. Uh, we have a rookie class this year of 14 people, 14 to 15 umpires. Um, the, the interesting thing is we had 75 people that we were tracking that indicated interest to be an umpire. Uh, and unfortunately, just like we predicted, but unfortunately that actually yielded about 15 people that actually are now in the classes, uh, in the training we have about six weeks of training for them, uh, and the season starts uh, on March 11th. You mentioned earlier, you know, what are we talking baseball for in in January? Well, the season is six weeks away, and and uh, the the season will be upon us before we know it. Quick question here, too. I just thought of this. So you mentioned there's a rookie class coming in. If somebody's listening right now and they're thinking to themselves, I wouldn't mind getting involved with that. Is it too late? I mean, is this class, do they all start at the same time and end at the same time? Or can somebody jump on in at any given time and start working towards their six weeks? What does it take for somebody who maybe wants to become an umpire and get more involved? Yeah, so it's not too late, but it's getting close to being too late. Uh, We've just done with the apprentice class, the rookies, we've just done just the first two days of training, which is mainly an orientation about what, umpiring is all about what nbua is all about and uh just a just an orientation to the gear and then some very basic mechanics so they haven't missed much but uh we're really going to be getting into it in the next uh in the next week in fact tomorrow we have the first combined class of our rookies and our second year umpires those umpires that were rookies last year so we have that combined class. That starts the r- real uh, meat and potatoes, if you will, of our training. We'll get heavy into the rules, and we'll get heavy into the mechanics. And we have about 40 hours of training, two-thirds of which is classroom study and one-third of which is on-the-field mechanics. We do have a mentor program as well for those rookies where we pair up a very experienced umpire with a rookie umpire for the first two years, and the first several games will be will be done with the mentor umpire, so that we could do, if you will, a soft landing for these umpires, and so they don't get exposed to 
the rigors of 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 a game uh, without uh, without a senior person being there to to help uh, with that game. Are, are there age restrictions? I mean, if I if a high school sophomore or junior is out there listening right now, are they still a ways away, or can they jump right on in? Man, we love it when we get uh, high school kids in. We have a 17-year-old in our rookie class. Um, we'll take just about any age, but 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 17, 16, 17 is probably as low as we'll go, uh, and then they'll be umpiring 13U. So there's not a there there's not a tremendous age difference uh, for somebody that's maybe 16, 17, 18. Uh, but that's probably about the earliest starting age that we'd we'd want to see uh, just for maturity. Uh, sake, but like I said, we do have a 17-year-old, and and to that end, I'm, I'm envious of every every 17-year-old uh, because, you know, conceivably they've got four decades of umpiring ahead of them if they end up liking the the uh, the hobby and end up wanting to stay with it. So, how many decades do you have behind you? Not in front of you, behind um, you. <laughs> I I uh, I started umpiring when I was 38. I'm 62 right now, so I'm in my 25th season, and I'm in my 19th season with NBUA. Well, congratulations. And we should also mention, by the way, if anybody is interested, nbua.net. And right on the front page, it says, we want you. And there's a, a link right there to click to join if you're interested. So nbua.net. Now, tell us about this event coming up this weekend. Tom Lafferty and I both work at Funco Field, so... Uh, we we've, we'll spend a great deal of our, I guess now our springs and our summers there. You're going to be spending some time there this weekend. Yeah, we are. We we try to have at least one event a year where we uh, plan a camp, what we call it, uh, with multiple umpire associations, and we do an all day uh, camp uh, at Funco Field. We we have a great relationship with the Snohomish County umpires. That's uh, Snohomish County Baseball Umpire Association, and uh, they have great access to Funco Field. So we have the entire field for the entire day. We've got support from major league umpires. We've got two major league umpires that are planning to uh, attend and give us uh, briefings about their year. We've also got a number of minor league umpires, and then we've got about – seven local teams that are going to be supporting us. Now, we, we, we like to joke amongst ourselves that the reason we umpire is that we're not very good players. And uh, when we do mechanics, it's, it's a huge difference to do mechanics when you've got players uh, catching the ball, throwing the ball. You can get to game speeds really easily. So we'll be setting up situations in the morning where we've got a bunch of 18 new teams from Snohomish County that are going to be uh, with us. We're going to do uh, we're going to do machine pitch and get a lot of rep uh, uh, repetitions. And we're going to basically be placing umpires in the plate situation and the base situation, and just start having them rotate around a whole uh, bunch of different uh, situation and mechanics. At the same time, we're going to be having a number of umpires in the cages, uh, seeing live pitch from uh, the the 18U ball players. In the afternoon, we've got Everett Community College that's going to be doing a scrimmage, and so our senior umpires will be able to work that scrimmage while while the uh, the game's going on and be able to rotate in and out of the same situations. So we're hoping for game-like uh, situations uh, for both the uh, 
the morning and afternoon sessions. And then in the middle, we have one of our major league umpires giving us uh, a, uh, a rundown of his season to include his World Series experience. Definitely want to have you mention that here in just a moment. I do have to ask, though, since you mentioned there's a scrimmage, can can people come out and actually attend and watch it? Can can people come out and heckle you guys so to get you into to game yeah. game atmosphere, or how does that work? As far as I know, the fields are open uh, and the gates are open, so we we ex- we don't have any limitation on anybody that wants to uh, to show up and watch us. And, and you mentioned. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you mentioned that you have a major league umpire that's going to be out uh, attending this event. I understand it's also a former NBUA member who, like you mentioned, has uh, umpired behind the home plate in a World Series game. Yeah. uh, We're really proud of of one of our alumni, uh, Mike Malinsky. Uh, He went through NBUA. After a few years, he realized, you know, I'm really good at this. So he went to an umpire school and was picked up. And slowly but surely, he made his way through rookie ball, A ball, B ball, spent a bunch of years at AAA, and he was called up, I think, in 19, I'm sorry, in 2015. And so he's been uh, working on a crew for the last several years. Uh, He worked last year, he worked the 2020 playoffs, and then this year he was picked up to to work the World Series. And it just so happened that uh, his rotation – got him the plate for game six, which, of course, was the deciding game this year. He called a great game uh, behind the plate this year. It was really great to watch, and there were a bunch of proud umpires texting, texting each other throughout the entire game. I'm, I'm guessing when you're watching a game, you're watching the guys wearing the blue shirts, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, uh, you know my, my wife hates it because, um, you know, there's a game going on and there's players you know, hitting and 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 uh, and fielders fielding, and I'm talking about uh, you know what the second baseman did and, or second base umpire did, and how we rotated in. And wasn't that interesting? You know, don't you think that's interesting? And she looked at me and shakes her head and and says, "No, it wasn't interesting. I was really watching the ball." And so, uh, but but yeah, uh, uh, all of us do that. We all watch uh, the men in blue when we go to a baseball game, and. Um, and and uh, I actually think it makes it a lot more interesting because there's a lot more you're thinking about when you're watching. No, definitely. So, again, Henry, we appreciate all the work that you and everybody in that association does, and we can't reiterate it enough. There aren't baseball games without umpires. If there's a shortage, that means that things have to change in schedules, games have to be cut back, seasons have to be shortened. Uh, we, we need folks out there. So certainly a great way to get involved, a great way to make a little extra money and and it's a fun way to get paid, right? So, I mean, for the most part, if you can put up with some of the overzealous fans, I mean, I, I know that it's kind of a, you know, it tends to be a little bit of a fraternity also, and everybody has a good time. So certainly want to encourage people to get out there and do this. Yeah, thanks. You know, it is a fraternity. Uh, the, the people in umpiring, the people that are part of NBUA and the other associations um, uh, are great people. It takes a lot for a person to walk between the lines and, and call a game. There's a lot of scrutiny. But uh, these, uh, these umpires have turned into my best friends. Uh, we, we umpire together. We can't wait to get together on a field. But we also uh, have developed really strong friendships with each other that last through the year. Uh, so it is a lot of fun. The games themselves, once you learn, once you do your first 15 or 20 games, 
and you start to get your your feet under you, you start to get your cadence, it's amazing how fun they become. And yet there are occupational hazards, but in general, we love to work the games. Uh, we can't wait for the seasons to start, and usually we are really, really eager to go to each and every game. Uh, the one thing about NBUA umpires, when I show up to a ball game, I always know that my partner will will love the game of baseball, loves officiating, wants to be there, and wants to get better. So that's what I really love about uh, the NBUA and officiating. I don't think that's unique to NBUA. It's just traits and, and characteristics that I love about the people I work with. 100%. Well, again, if anybody is interested, nbua.net, looking to becoming an umpire. And uh, Henry Von Joanne, we appreciate your time tonight. And uh, best wishes this weekend. Hopefully you have a very successful event over there at Funko Field. Thanks a lot. I, I really appreciate the opportunity to speak this evening. Really appreciate your work. And uh, we're looking forward to a great season. As are we. Yeah, hopefully the sun will come out soon enough and we'll uh, we'll get back to being out on the diamond. Thank you, Henry. Yeah, yeah. thanks a lot. There we go. We do want to thank um, tor- our own Tornado Ted yes. Beaner for setting this up. Tornado Ted. 45 years as an, <laughs> as an umpire. So he started when he was like seven, right? I think we've had, I think we've done that joke with Ted in here before. But <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, uh, yeah. It, uh, like I said, I mean, a great group to have, and obviously these guys work, and, and ladies work very hard out there. And oh, by the way, Tom, you think your seat is good up in the press box at Funsco Field? Yeah. They're right on the field. Right there. They're right there. They get to, <laughs> they get to see the action up close and personal. So uh, yeah, certainly encourage folks who are maybe looking to get into baseball on a different level, check out the website. There we go. We should pass along... Um, the Everett Seagulls beat the Snowmish Panthers boys basketball tonight, 67-66. Sounded exciting. I was getting texts coming in from two different places. Coach Daryl Olson was also texting yeah, in. It sounds story. like uh, Canaxis hit a, a layup at the buzzer to win that game, right? Yeah, games so, games are going on. We're running out of time. Yeah, it's it's and these games all mean something right now. Everybody's kind of jockeying for position in the RPIs for uh, for seeding for the district tournament next week at the 3A level anyway. So Speaking of that, what's coming up? We're going to talk to uh, one of our first basketball coaches, our very first basketball coach of the night anthony weedercare he is the boys basketball coach for the lakewood cougars and we do that next prep sports weekly on krko hi i'm brian reed as your local all-state agent providing protection that fits your life is something i take well personally i am committed to learning about your needs and personalizing protection to meet them from bundling your auto home and life insurance with ease to evaluating optional coverage based on your protection needs i can build an insurance proposal that fits your life are you in good hands contact me brian reed at either of my everett locations 425-337-4646 Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Life insurance offered through Allstate Life Insurance Company and Allstate Assurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois, and American Heritage Life Insurance Company, Jacksonville, Florida. Snohomish PUD has been energizing life in our communities for over 70 years. That's why your PUD is a proud supporter of broadcasting Western Conference High School athletics in our community. Congratulations to our local student-athletes for excelling in sports and academics. Your PUD offers several ways to help you save energy and lower your bill. The PUD offers instant rebates on energy-saving home improvements and special low prices on efficient home products. Check out snopud.com or visit marketplace.snopud.com for ways to save. At KRKO, now more than ever, we all need to find a reason to smile. Doctors in Maryland performed the very first successful heart transplant using a pig's heart instead of a human's. They did this last weekend The patient is said to be doing fine. The donor, delicious. It's Tim Hunter, morning 6 to 9 on KRKO. 
when you can use a little smile to start your day. Glass by Lund, serving the greater Puget Sound area since 1967 with quality work, exceptional service, and fair pricing. It's their honest reputation that has placed Glass by Lund among the top-rated glass companies in the area for quality based on customer satisfaction. So the next time you're in need of window repair or replacement, shower doors, mirrors, deck railings, residential or commercial, why not call the place that has glass in their name? Glass by Lund. To schedule your free estimate, go to glassbylund.com. The first impression is the most important, so trust your first impression to Screen Printing Northwest. Get your logo embroidered on a shirt or hat. Make a statement with custom screen printed shirts and hoodies for your business, school, or event. And relax knowing that your first impression is in the hands of the area's experts for a quarter century. Screen Printing Northwest in downtown Everett. Online at ScreenPrintingNW.com. That's ScreenPrintingNW.com. And Prep Sports Weekly continues on this Monday night. Tom Lafferty along with Steve Willits here on KRKO. Okay, got a little baseball in now. Are we ready to move on? Yeah, we're going to talk okay. basketball right now. It's the Lakewood Cougars head basketball coach, Anthony Weedercare. The uh, the Cougars, by the way, who are 6-1 and one in league play. Haven't had a chance to watch them in person yet. I was just talking to Coach during the commercial break and hoping to change that here in the near future. So, Coach, uh, Tell us a little bit about how the season's going so far. It sounds like things have been going well, and how are you and your family doing these days? Yeah, family's doing great. Uh, we've been we've been blessed to stay healthy, and and uh, everything's been really well. Thanks for asking, Stephen, and thank you for having me on. Oh, definitely. So, give us a quick rundown here. Six and one in league play, nine and four overall. A very tough Northwest Conference again. Surprise, surprise, right? Uh, how are you yeah. feeling about the team right now? Well, I'm 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 starting to feel better. We had we had a lot of games in the middle of January that were canceled. Um, we had a pretty unbelievable COVID outbreak where uh, literally my entire varsity and half of my JV uh, contracted COVID over the course of about two weeks, and so I uh, had to cancel a bunch of games. And so we're trying to find our rhythm again. I think I think we played pretty well last week, and we have uh, we have a test this week with three games in a row. But um, I, I'm feeling pretty good. It's it's been an interesting year. Uh, just have a mix of guys that have been there and done that and, and have had some success at the varsity level and then a, a bunch of new guys that uh, are skilled but haven't had the same experience. And so it's just a matter of putting both groups together. Oh, definitely. Well, I remember the last time we talked, which was late May, uh, you had a, a senior at the time named Shay Dixon who had just tied the school record with a 43-point performance. Now, I know he graduated, but I also remember during that conversation – you gave us some of your key players, and I remember hearing junior, junior. I think there was maybe another junior in there. So I think it sounds to me like you kind of knew that the class of 2022 had some special guys in there. Are they they all kind of living up to what you thought they would be? And maybe you can name some of those guys for us. Yeah, definitely. Uh, unfortunately, a, a couple of them had to deal with some injuries early on, uh, uh, Blake Conyers being one of them and, uh, and a- Andrew Malloy being another. Blake is uh, one of the best shooters I've ever had, if not the best uh, shooter from three and uh, he, he's dealing with some injuries, but he's, he's starting to get healthy. And Andy is dealing with a football injury from, uh, uh, on, in his shoulder. And so those two have been, have been uh, just really trying to get healthy and get in, get in the swing of things. And 
uh, they're finally feeling healthy. And then, and then the third one is Justice Taylor has been just a great leader for us and very consistent for us this year. Well, and of course, I think the stat line of the year, and I should have written it down before I got you on the phone here, but we know you know where I'm going with this. Justice, during his football season, had a football oh, game in man. which he accounted for 11 touchdowns in a game and, and threw for a ridiculous number of yards and also ran for, I think, close to 200 yards. Is he putting up those kind of numbers on the basketball court? Because if he is, look out. Well, that, that's pretty ridiculous. So I, I don't know if there's anything <laughs> quite to compare. But that's, that's, a, that's a high uh, high bar to hold up for somebody there. Yeah, you know, he. What, one thing that has impressed me about him on the basketball court, stat-wise, I guess, is he's been very close to a triple-double a few times, which is obviously very difficult to do in high school. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's definitely one uh, one area. You know, he's he's a typical. He'll he'll score between twelve and eighteen points, and then give you eight or nine rebounds and eight or nine assists. And so he he definitely stuffs the stat sheet. Well, and I'm looking at your roster here that you sent me earlier. I'm also noticing that you have Mr. Seth on your team, too, who I know is playing football at Washington State next year. I feel like Lakewood, just as much as just about any team that we cover, you tend to have a lot of the crossover football basketball guys, don't you? Yeah, we do, and and it's becoming uh, more and more that way, I think, and it's it's pretty cool. I, uh, you know, Coach Teeter and I talk a lot, and you know, he encourages the football-only guys sometimes to play basketball, and, and I, I definitely do the same thing with my basketball guys. I think, it's, I think the two sports, uh, you know, go pretty well together, more so than, than a lot of people think. So do you think, does that give your team a little more of a toughness than maybe some other teams would have? Is that fair to say? Or? Yes, yeah, that, that's kind of, that, that's, I think that's becoming part of our identity. It's just being physical and being tough. And, you know, we've been undersized forever. Uh, and so, you know, you, you need that. You, you need to be strong. You need to be tough. You need to be physical to play with some of the teams that have a little bit more height. Well, I'm going to ask you about the uh, the league here in a moment, but I do want to get you to mention the coaches again. I know we tend to do that. One coach in particular who I know you mentioned last time, I, I think he is related to you, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. My, my dad is the head JV coach. That's right. So dad's still Same doing a nice job of getting those guys ready for varsity? Yeah, it's, it's really good. He has a totally different style of coaching than me. And it suits the younger guys perfectly. You know, at, at that level, you're you're really trying to instill a lot of the fundamentals in them and just get them to learn how to play the game, so that I don't have to worry about that as much. And so he he kind of has the uh, he does the dirty work, and then I get all the success as a result of it. <laughs> Bad cop, good cop, huh? Yeah, that's right. So is he calmer than you are? Um, or no, no, he, he's not. Oh no, he's no, he he's whips him into shape, good. and then and then Anthony gets oh, him at the okay. next level to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I'm the good cop in the in the situation for sure. Smart move. I I like it. Well, hey, I'm looking right here at the. Uh, obviously, you guys are going to be seated next. Uh, I guess it's next week already. It's already coming upon us here. Some really good teams again in that Northwest Conference. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think three are only three are coming out of the uh, the district into the regionals. Correct. Yeah, you're correct. Yep. So talk a little bit about some of these opponents that you've got to uh, to look forward to, if you want to put it that way. You've got some really, really tough opponents there at the top of the, the rankings there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, you know, the obvious one that's there every year is Linden, who, who we get an opportunity to play next week in a non-league game, which is uh, really good. We were able to reschedule a game with them. So that'll be a nice uh, test for us. And, you know, Roper just does a great job with them. And I, I think – I think some people forget about how good of a coach he really is because um, so many years he has so much talent. And I feel like this year he's, he's really doing a great job with what he has. And, and they're, I think right now they're, 
they're the number one seed or, or in paint will most likely be the number one seed going into districts. And then the team that kind of came out of nowhere was Seahome. Seahome has a ton of skill and a ton of depth. And, uh, you know, they had a couple kids transfer in and they had a good young class that's, that's played varsity for a few years. And so, uh, you know, their coach is doing a really good job as well. And I think he's putting everything together and, and going about it the right way. So they're going to be really tough. And, and Burlington has played really well. And, of course, you could never count Anacortes out. Anacortes is extremely well coached and seems to always peak in playoffs. And then you have, uh, you know, Archbishop has been playing well as of late. And, and so all of a sudden it, it, it's looking like it's, you know, every year it seems on, on paper like, you, you know, you feel like you have a good shot to go to state. And you, you kind of forget about how tough it, it gets when you, when you actually get into playoffs. And, and so for me, I've, you know, the times we had the games canceled, I had a lot of opportunity to go watch some of the teams and, uh, you know, just try to prepare as much as we can for that and just understand it's going to be really tough to get there. Well, I was just going to ask you, too, because I know you mentioned you've got Linden coming up. You played Archbishop Murphy a couple of weeks ago on a Saturday, I think a game that was decided on a buzzer beater, if I recall correctly. You played Anacortes, but that was way back in early December. Some of those other teams, you, you got those games that they were those games that were actually canceled and weren't made up because of COVID. So some of these teams, you might be in a situation where you need to, to beat a team to get to the next level, and it might be a team you haven't played yet this year, right? It's kind of Yeah, yeah. In, in fact, that'll probably you know almost certainly be the case at some point throughout the playoffs. That's right. Is that a good thing or indifferent? I mean, obviously both teams are in the same situation. Would, would you have rather had a chance to have played one of these teams just to kind of get a feel for who they are, or do you feel like you got enough just from, from scouting? That's a good question. I think, like you said, both teams are in the same boat. I think both teams would prefer to, to play one another first. Um, and so, I, you know, I guess I don't have a preference. You know, obviously, you know, one of my philosophies going into big games is always the, the more prepared you are and the more you know what to expect, the more confidence your team is going to have heading into the game. And so when, when it comes to those playoff games, it's just all about preparation. And, uh, you know, the fact that we haven't seen a team before will – you know, maybe not help with that, but like you said, we're, we're both in the same boat. Yeah, definitely this year in particular. But, again, it sounds like things are going well, riding a little bit of a winning streak right now. You're 6-1 and one in league play. A couple big games coming up this week, and then it's district time next week. So, Anthony, always great to catch up with you and wishing the Lakewood Cougars all the best. Obviously, they're kind of one of our two teams that we have around here that we can kind of cheer for in those Northwest districts since most of those teams are further up north from us. But uh, certainly uh, wishing you guys well and – Hoping that everybody's enjoying the season. Yeah, thank you so much, Steve. Thanks for having me. There you go, Anthony Weirkare, the uh, head boys basketball coach at Lakewood High School. Yeah, he's doing a really good job with that team, too. He seems to always kind of have them contending there in the top few spots. Uh, like we mentioned, I mean, it's it's Linden, it's Burlington Edison, it's Seahome. You know, Anacortes is usually up there. It's a little bit of a quote-unquote down, down year for them, but like Anthony mentioned, they're a team that you can never count out, and then you got Murphy sprinkled in there, so it should be an interesting tournament. Well, that's going to be one of those. There's going to be a, one or two awfully good teams that are going to be sitting home uh -huh. watching other Just teams. like football season. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we heard all about it. So, that's right. Yeah. That's right. It, when, you've, when you've got that many powerful teams up there in one district, unfortunately not everybody can go on to the next round. That's why we, we play these games out, right? There you go. What's up next? We're going to talk to Luke Carpenter, the Marysville Pilchuck boys basketball coach. And we'll do that next. Prep Sports Weekly continues right here on a Monday night on KRKO. Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance knows that good coverage counts. Whether you're running through the defense to the end zone, finding a good position for the game-winning three-pointer, 
or if the neighbors need to refine their fastball. And here comes the pitch. Oh, sorry. Coverage is important. Call Mike Dixon to find out what coverage is best for you, and pretty soon you'll be Stixon with Dixon. That's Mike Dixon with Farmers Insurance in Old Town Mugletio. Call 425-375-0860 today because coverage counts. Ace Hardware is a helpful place with prompt, friendly service, knowledge, and the little things that make a big difference. Service. Selection. Advice. Community involvement. Competitive prices. Convenience. Located near you. And the things you need, such as... House keys. Lawn and garden. Plumbing. Electrical. Hardware. Grills. Outdoor living supplies. And even nuts and bolts. When you visit Ace Hardware, you'll be greeted at the door and given the help you need. So come visit us at Ace Hardware in Evergreen Way in Everett, Lake Stevens, and now Stanwood. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Supporting the community, it's important now more than ever. That's why the law offices of Dale Wagner and Stanwood proudly supports local high school sports. Since 2005, the team at the law offices of Dale Wagner have been helping their local community with their disability and workman's compensation claims. So if you've been injured on the job in Island, Skagit, or Snohomish County and need help getting the benefits you deserve, look no further than the disability and workman's compensation attorney team at the law offices of Dale Wagner in Stanwood. To find out more, go to DaleWagnerLaw.com and go Spartans! Hey, it's Maury from KRKO Radio. You know what the best thing about Everbone and Joint is? It's complete care all in one place. From diagnostic to treatment and recovery, at Everbone and Joint, you get all the advantages of seeing a specialist. All of their doctors are board-certified orthopedic surgeons. When I had to have a total knee replacement a few years ago, the place I went to was Everbone and Joint. Since 1982, the docs from Everbone and Joint have been helping people throughout Snohomish County get back in their game. For more information and to schedule an appointment, Go to ebjproliancesurgeons.com. All right, guys, bring it on in. Now, this is football, men, and there are two things I want you to remember. First, you have to hit hard to make varsity. And second, you need those big earth movers up front. And speaking of big earth movers, GSR Reynolds in Monroe has a huge selection of earth movers and earth moving accessories. Plus, big equipment to get the job done. And for our big victory celebration, GSR Reynolds also has big selections of tables and chairs, everything you need for a party. That's right, go get them, boys. For more information, go to gsrreynolds.com. Press Force Weekly continues. Tom Lafferty along with Steve O'Willits. We've had one basketball coach on. And now we're going to have two. We also, we've had one baseball umpire on. Now we're going to have a football official on because we've seen this guy on, on sidelines for a number of years now, yeah. I think, refereeing football games on Friday nights. But his job during the winter is to the to be the head basketball coach for the Marysville Pilchuck boys basketball team, a team that's doing very well right now, 6-4 and four in league play. And joining us, Luke Carpenter. Luke how are things going over there? Last time we talked, you were just about ready to jump into the uh, the varsity head coaching pool and get your feet wet there. I know you had been an assistant under Barry for quite a few years, and now it's uh, now it's your team. How are you enjoying the, the experience so far? Uh, great, Steve. First off, I want to thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, it's it's actually been a really smooth transition. Um, you know, when you've been a part of the the culture and the program for ten years, that kind of an easy um easy transition the guys kind of already look at you in that position and um yeah it's been it's been a lot of fun for sure so has there been one or two particular things where you you've had to now 
take over certain tasks where maybe you knew about them, but Barry was always doing them in the past, and until now you were like, oh, that doesn't seem like much. And now that you're doing it, you're like, oh, wow, this is more work than I thought. Or is, is it everything pretty much what you thought it would be? Um, you know, I think I think Barry, uh, when Barry Gould, the, the previous coach, um, you know, when I was with him, he knew his strengths and weaknesses really well, and um, he found people – that worked around um, his weaknesses that were strong in those areas. And so I was, you know, really heavily involved with the offense and the defense for the program and, you know, kind of the on the court stuff. Um, I think the one thing that he may have um, kind of sheltered me from was, you know, the scheduling, the ordering, the, you know, all the stuff that, that coaches do year round that, um, you know, you kind of make it your own and you kind of do it your own way. But I've been learning, you know, as I go, which, um, you know, is it's been a little bit of a learning curve, but, I think I'm I think I'm hitting most of those things and, and picking it up pretty quick. Well, and normally this is where we'd start to ask you about the players, but I want to hold off on that. Let's go right to the coaches. Well, first of all, I noticed your C coach is Brady Phelps, who it doesn't seem like that long ago we were watching him throw throw bu- buckets into the basket there at Marysville Pilchuck. So you got one of your old players there. But I understand that one of your assistants is a former college All-American basketball player. Is that true? Uh, yeah, she's she's not gonna like it that I'm sharing this with everybody. She's she's super humble, but um, yeah, she's she's just a she's a brilliant basketball mind. And well, we should we should get her name out there first and what her relation. She's not just your assistant coach; she's also a relative, right? Uh, yeah, she's she's my wife. Yeah, uh, Amanda Carpenter. Um, you know, when she played back in the day, people probably know her as Amanda Dunbar. Um, I know anytime I go up to Western with her for anything basketball related, I'm Mr. Dunbar. So, <laughs> Otherwise known as you're just Amanda's husband, right? That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. Um, but no, she's been a, she's been a part of the program um, behind the scenes for so long. Um, you know, the 10 years I was with Barry um, and she's just, she's been a part of it. She actually jumped on last spring um, as Barry finished up his last season on staff. And it was just kind of a nice transition, but you know, she's, I think she's just stepping up her role a little bit now that, you know, our kids are getting a little older and um, she's been a huge, um, you know, a huge part of what we're doing. Um, and I, you know, I don't want to take anything away from, um, you know, coach Phelps and even uh, Jeremiah Ripley, my JV coach who we've been together for 10 years and um, him and I can finish each other's sentence, sentences when it comes to basketball. And so, um, you know, if you're, if you're really, you know, for us, it's, it's the whole package. I've, I've got a staff that, that I can rely on. And, and honestly, if I was speaking truthfully, I think I have the best staff in Wesco. Um, they're just amazing people, even better people off the court. Um, so I'm really blessed in that. Well, and I think uh, I'm trying to remember which there's these games kind of start floating by here, but I know recently in the last few days, I think I was at a high school basketball game down at the scores table. And I believe I looked up and I think you and Amanda and the family were up in the, the stands scouting a game. Were you not? Uh, we were, yeah, we were. We, you know, we we do what we can, and we make it a, a family affair. And you know, sometimes we have to hand the the camera over because you know the two and a half year olds crawling on on the one with the camera. But you know, we're we're able to do it together, and I think that's what makes it really special. Is um, you know, we're we're doing this basketball thing together, and and our kids are even involved. And um, even if you came to one of our practices, you know, we're very family oriented, and you, you'll see our young ones, um, mine and. Uh, Jeremiah's kids, you know, running around and dribbling basketballs and scooting. And, you know, they're just, it's a, it's a, it's a family culture at MP and, you know, we really want to instill that, but yeah, even, even scouting, we bring the kids along. Uh, Certainly. It sounds like a lot of fun. Well, I'm looking at your roster right now and 
obviously a few names in particular jump right out at, at us. And matter of fact, two of the guys on your roster were on a radio show not too long ago as football players. So tell us a Correct. little bit about this team right now and who's who's doing what for you these days. Um, you know, we kind of started the year off um, it kind of differently than a lot of schools. Um, Lake Stevens could probably uh, relate, but you know, we had a, a really successful football season, um, and that that kind of delayed our start. Um, but there's an added toughness that that some of those football kids bring um, to the team, and it takes a you know a couple weeks to kind of get going. But now at this time of the year. Um, their physicality is really starting to to help and to um, even to um, kind of be spread amongst other players. And you know how to how to be tough and how to play through contact. And uh, Dylan Carson, I mean, um, he's just he's a he's a football kid like all in all. But we we've done a, I think we've done a pretty good job of finding a way for him to be successful. Um, you know we we ha- we'll have him come in and throw a deep pass if we need to at the end of a game and you know, little things like that, that, you know, he just steps up and rebounds. And, you know, Jamari Jefferson is, is that kid with experience. Um, he's, you know, he was uh, on our district roster and state roster uh, two years ago. And, um, you know, he's just, he's kind of just that, that solid kid that just goes out and works hard. And, you know, he leads with his, with his actions on the floor. Um, you know, and I think I could go down the list, um, you know, with my guys and, the one thing I can say above all else is the, these guys are just amazing boys. I mean, um, we can talk about their basketball accolades and all the things that they do and where they're going next, but um, they're really a joy to be around. Um, you know, Anthony Najera, who is our point guard, um, he's a sophomore and just just getting better every day. He's a kid that's in the gym at 5 o'clock in the morning getting 500 shots up. Um, you know, one of those kids that just, just really wants it. So are, are you looking at the RPI rankings at all these days? I mean, obviously, districts start next Tuesday. It, it's coming up on us really quick now, as, especially after they cut the season back a little bit. How, how much are you scoreboard watching in between games these days? You know, I think, I think every coach does that, uh, whether they want to admit it or not. <laughs> um, and, you know, I'm kind of I'm looking at the playoffs, um, kind of like our season where, you know, we've been hit with so many different things with uh, – you know, with weather, with COVID, you know, our football season uh, kind of running into our basketball season and all these different hoops that we've gone through. And, um, you know, with, with this year being so different and not, not playing all of our games, um, there's this added element of a, of a committee kind of deciding um, where, where teams are going to be seated. And in my opinion, I, I think it's so appropriate for this year, um, you know, that we're going to find out Friday – where they seed us and it's almost like you know we're waiting for that uh, ncaa tournament bid into the tourney you know and you know you think you're here and you know you could see why people would think you're you know somewhere else but um you know we're we're really confident we're gonna we're gonna continue to be us and uh, but yeah you can't help but but look and see what's happening around the league and and even up in the northwest league where we have three teams that are going to join us for districts and and just trying to figure out how that all works. Um, it's kind of all a mystery, but you know, this whole season has been, and I, I think it, I think it's, it's pretty appropriate. Well, and I'm going to ask you a selfish question here. So right now you're number seven in the RPI rankings for what that's worth. And I have a feeling they're going to use these pretty heavily when they seed these teams. Edmonds Woodway is number eight and not to get into too many ex- explanations here, but the one through eight teams, essentially they're going to be playing each other for, for seeding purposes, but they'll already have, 
a route into the playoffs, if you will, without having to play a loser out game. So really, this Edmonds Woodway game could be pretty important to you on Wednesday night over at Edmonds. Um, I'm going to be at the game, so give me a little scouting report. What kind of a game can we expect there? Um, well, if I'm being honest with you, you saw me um, at Edmonds Woodway last week, and um, this interview is happening from the Edmonds Woodway parking lot. So you, <laughs> you know where I'm going after, after the interview. I wondered um, about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, uh, you know, we. We've, you know, this is a game that we feel is an important one um, for the direction that we go into the playoffs. Um, and, you know, these are, the, these are the games you want. You want meaningful games going into the playoffs, and you want to prepare your guys and prepare yourself as best you can. And so this is a situation where, you know, we're here and we're going we're gonna to take out every little thing that we can that, uh, you know, that maybe we missed from, from watching the other night. And, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a physical grind. It's going to be a game that both teams know they need, um, you know, and I, I honestly think it's it's the biggest game on Wednesday night. There's some big games happening uh, Thursday, but our game is pretty big because we're it'll it'll be a separate, you know, it'll, be, it'll separate the two teams. Yeah, one hundred percent. That there's a lot riding on that game as of right now. Well, we'll let you get back into the gym. So go on in, enjoy the rest of the game. Maybe grab a Dick's Burger on your way out at two twentieth and Highway ninety nine, and then head home and drive home safely. And hopefully, we'll see you on Wednesday. Awesome, Steve. Well, I thank you for this, and uh, we'll see you Wednesday. There you go. That is Luke Carpenter, head basketball coach at Marysville Pilchuck. Yeah, having a nice season. So we'll uh, look forward to seeing those two teams play and. Yeah, like you said, he's kind of right on the verge there right now. If, you, if you're down at the number nine spot, you have a loser out game you have to play in next Tuesday, right? I believe it's Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. If if you're in the top eight, you're playing for seeding more than you're playing to, for your playoff life anyway. So, yeah. And then also, oh, by the way, the, the very next night, uh, Luke and his team are taking on Stanwood to wrap up the season, and that's not yeah. an easy task. No, so. no, no. <laughs> None of these games are easy. No, not at all. No. So what's up next? We're going to talk Kamiak girls basketball. We've got the head basketball coach, May. Tapua and also two of her star players, uh, Bella Hassan and uh, Nayella George, coming up next. And we'll do that next right here, Prep Sports Weekly on KRKO. Tired of doing battle in the kitchen every night? Time to surrender and take the family to the Buzz Inn Steakhouse. The Buzz Inn is open for indoor dining with mouthwatering hand-cut Angus steaks, chicken, seafood, burgers, sandwiches, and all-day breakfast. Relax while the Buzz Inn takes on the hazardous cleanup duty. And with nine locations, there's a Buzz Inn near you. Check out the menu ahead of time at buzzinsteakhouse.com. Dine in or take out the Buzz Inn Steakhouse, where you always get a great deal on a great meal. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Washington Army National Guard. Aired by the Washington State Association of Broadcasters and this station. Locally owned, veteran owned. The hometown handyman is proud to support local sports. Student athletes are an inspiration to us all. Playing for their community and their teammates. Showing good sportsmanship and working hard in the classroom and in practice. The hometown handyman believes in hard work and integrity. Supporting community, seniors, veterans, and first responders. If you've got items on your to-do list that need to be crossed off, go to hometownhandymanpnw.com and support local. Hometownhandymanpnw.com Justice is easy if you know what to do. Call 800 Laws. 
The law offices of Russell and Hill are proud sponsors of the KRKO Prep Sports Student Athlete of the Month. These student athletes have demonstrated excellence on the field of play and in the classroom. Russell and Hill believes in being part of your community and salutes those who give the extra effort. Russell and Hill will fight for you. Call 800-0842. As a business owner, you know a different side of restaurants than most people. You know the long nights, the stressful days, the grease fires in the kitchen, and still you keep the orders coming and the service friendly. But sometimes you need a little help. The food service equipment professionals at Hattrick Northwest are dedicated to serving Snohomish County restaurants by giving them the proper guidance and sincere answers they need when it comes to food service equipment. We know food service because we've done food service. Hattrick Northwest. When you call us, you get us. Find us online at hattrick-northwest.com. The Kamiak Knights girls basketball team is off to a 3-1 and one start in Wesco 4A play. They are looking for their first full season with a winning record in five years. And joining us right now, second-year coach May Tupua, as well as two of her players. I'm going to go ahead and have them introduce themselves. Give me your name and what year you are. Uh, my name is Bella Hassan, and I graduate in the year of 2024. That would make her a sophomore for those that aren't able to do the math. And your name? Nayla George, and I graduate in 2023. There we have it. So we've got two of our star players right here, as well as Coach. Coach, I'm going to start with you. Second year here in the program, Linwood High School alum. You were coaching at your alma mater. I should mention also you took sixth place in the state as a player back in the day. What was it about this job that was intriguing to you? Why, why Kamiak? Why, uh, why come over in 2020 when you did? Um, I think what attracted me about Kamiak was their mission statement about developing and building leaders. Um, as a player and playing basketball at Linwood High School, I think I had a lot of traits, leadership traits, learning how to be a great teammate, hard work. Um, a lot of those characteristics really helped me be successful after high school. And so that's one of the things that I want to establish here with the girls program is really start to take those characteristics and build them as um, leaders out in the community when they get out of here in high school, along with playing basketball and having a winning season. Do you often reflect upon that season which, in which you took sixth place and do you apply some of those traits and some of the things that you experienced at the time to these girls and do you talk about it at all? I think I do. I, I, I learned, I, you know, when I was going to high school, I learned the three Ds that my high school coach taught us. Desire, dedication, and determination. And I never realized how much I apply those into my day-to-day -day things. But they resonate with me. And so I do try and instill those values. Um, and one four D, fourth D that I, I wanted to add on to that was discipline, because I think um, with discipline, it creates those healthy habits, those great habits that you need to be successful. Okay, and before I let you go here, with, before we start talking Kamiak, one more question about Linwood. Remind us again, who would the coach have been at the time, and who are some of the starting players with you on that team? Do you still keep in touch with anybody? Um, yeah, my high school coach was Coach Rich Bruns. Um, I played with Casa Tupua. Um, I played with Shauna Ray. 
Lacey Zumwinkle, Christine Trias. Um, I think I, we came in as a freshman class after the seniors who went to state before us. Um, I forget what their name, Christy, oh, I forget her last name, but they had some, some really big posts back then before we, we, joined, we got into as freshmen. Definitely some great teams. Well, let's go ahead and do something to get to know all three of you better first. Before we talk basketball, we're gonna play 100 questions. So I'm gonna ask each of you to give me a number between one and 100, and I'm gonna then look on my sheet of paper and see which question coincides with it and have you answer it. Naila, why don't we start with you? Give me a number between one and 100. Um, 71. 71. Normally people don't give me the high numbers. What is it about the number 71? I don't know. It's just the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> I like it. I wish more people would do that. Here we go. Oh, this is going to be an interesting one. Favorite thing about the 20th century? You weren't born in the 20th century, but I'm sure you've gone back, listened to music, maybe seen a television show, movies, anything that comes to mind, anything that you liked about the 20th century? Maybe, maybe if you could go back and... and Live a day in the life of your, your parents or grandparents. What would, what would something be that would intrigue you? I think the hair. The hair, the hair. that they had back then was really cool to me. Okay. Yeah. The fact that it was big hair and back like the 80s style hair, is that what you're kind of thinking? Yes, very much so. The okay. big poofy hair. Yes, I love it. Okay. Bella was trying to give you a little bit of advice there too. Bella, what were you thinking when, before she answered that? Um, electronics. They're so much better now though. What, yeah. what, what did you like about the 20th century electronics? Um, that they were older and they really had to work hard to develop <laughs> <laughs> and like update and see how long the innovation has really came along. True story right there. Well, now it's your turn. Give me another number between 1 and 100. You can't use the number 71, by the way, but I have a feeling you probably weren't going that route. 24. 24. Is there a reason for the number 24? Um, it's my number. Okay, so there we go. If you could, um, which TV or movie family is most like your own? think because I don't I haven't been watching many TV shows or movies so could I do another question okay, I'll give you I'll give you a chance give me another number 72 we don't normally do the uh, the, the mulligan here for the numbers but we're gonna do it do you subscribe to any magazines or digital content and if so what mm. do you pay for any apps no no okay you just go with whatever's out there then yes. so what are you reading and looking at when you're on your on your computer on your free time or on your phone the Herald Net. Uh, good answer. We like that. Okay. You, you were, uh, what, second team all, all, uh, all area last year as a freshman. Is that what the kind of things you're looking at? What kind of content? Yeah, I look at um, our team, the other teams, and our competitors in the league and how well they're doing. Okay, Coach, we're not going to let you off this easy. And by the way, that was a, she's, she's someone that she's paying attention to what's going on around the league. That's going to make you feel good as a coach. Yes, it does. We got to know what's, what's out there and what, how teams are doing. Okay, now give me a number between 1 and 100. 42. 42, okay. What fictional character do you wish you could meet? Oh, my God. <laughs> it could be a cartoon character. It could be a movie character, TV show. What fictional character I wish I could meet? This By the way, these are the toughest parts of the interview here. It's going to get easier <laughs> after this. Oh, my God. I will say something silly, but no, I'm not going to say Like that. a Disney character or anything like that? Uh, I will say Goku. Goku, okay. Should I know who Goku is? He is from... I just heard a gasp, by the way. I guess I should... Dragon Ball Z. Okay, there we go. Goku, okay, there we have it. So let's talk some basketball now. Again, this is a three and one in league play. 
Give me a quick summary of this team. What what has it meant for this team to get to where they are this year, and any surprises this season so far? Um, you know, we've we've um, lost some height from last year. We had Kendall Carroll, who was one of our taller players um, on the team. So this year we've been really small. We are mostly guards on the team, and I have you know maybe one or two posts. And Nayella plays both inside and outside of the game. And so I've really had to leverage the strengths of the team, um, being as small as we are, you know, leveraging their quickness, their ability to handle the ball, um, and then also put pressure um, defensively and then really make sure that we get down to the fundamentals, like rebound, making sure we know how to rebound, right? Because we don't have that height um, going against a team like Lake Stevens. We need to be able to box out properly and be able to go after the basketball. Okay, so let's find out who these two girls are over here a little bit. In terms of their games, Niela, I'll start with you. Tell me about Bella. We just mentioned a minute ago she was second team all area as a freshman, 18 points per game as a freshman. What kind of a player, what kind of a teammate? Um, Teammate-wise, she's super encouraging. You know, anytime anything goes wrong or, like, if we're losing, she's always keeping energy up and is super encouraging with everything. And um, player-wise, she's super she has a lot of basketball IQ. She's very good with ball handling and, you know, she makes the right decisions and she's able to slow down or like speed up the playing and I don't know, she's a good point guard. Yes. Bella, I, I feel like when I look on online and look on social media content, you're already on some watch lists too as a sophomore. Are you thinking about college already? Has that started to come up or it seems like it's way too early, but then again, I don't know. Like I said, everything that is out there is, seems to be positive and, and people are talking about you. So what kind of thought are you giving to that already? Um, yeah, I agree, but my parents have always told me that high school will go really fast mm -hmm. and I need to be out there as early as possible and do my best to make myself look good and play good. So a lot of camps, a lot of clinics, things like that in the off-season and, and during season as well? Right, yeah. Okay, now your turn. Tell me a little bit about Nyella. What kind of a teammate, what kind of a player? I love Nay. She works hard because she has to play almost every position, the one, two, three, four, and probably the five as well. <laughs> and she's very competitive during practice, and she pushes our teammates to be the best they can be. So, Nay, what kind of a player do you see yourself as? I mean, obviously, Coach and Bella both just mentioned that you play all over the place and wherever you're needed. Do you have a particular position on the floor that you're, you're more comfortable with or maybe that you enjoy more? Um, normally I'm a two to a three. Um, I haven't played post before. I'm not the tallest. Um, so definitely I'm out of my comfort zone this year, having to play the post, being the tallest person on the team. Um, but it's fun. It's fun learning new positions, and I don't have a problem with it. Um, but, yeah, I'm more comfortable in the two to three position. But, you know, it's best for my team to be a four. So maybe a tough question, but what is maybe something that you've learned or that you've found yourself getting better at along the way as a post player that maybe you wouldn't have had as a skill otherwise? Um, I've learned to see the court more. Normally, like, on a defensive side, um, instead of being up where I normally would have been on presses and things um, of that sort, I've been in the back. So I've been able to um, learn with my communication, to talk to everyone, seeing the court, and things like that. Very good answer. Coach, both of these players, both starters, both huge contributors for you, both underclassmen, too. Uh, sky's the limit for, for both of them and some of their teammates? Yes, it is. I mean, they're huge contributors to the team. I think they set the tempo for our team. They manage 
They help manage the game for us and, and they help bring our other team members up, right, and elevate their, their game. They're very competitive. Um, and I think one of the things as leaders on the basketball court is not only do they need to lead and, and do the, the work they need to on the basketball court, but helping their teammates elevate their game. How do you help your teammates get better? So who are some of the other players that are out there this, this season? It's not just the two of them. Yep. So I, we have Tess Shornak, who's a senior this year. Um, Araya Gamet, who's also a senior. Um, Lauren Pethick and Abby Dyer, who's a junior. And Salem Bata and is a junior. And Joy DeLamar said who, she's a senior. Um, nice variety, too. Yes. In terms of years. Yes. So we, we're going to be graduating um, five seniors. And then I got um, another sophomore, Viv, Viv Mawadeku, who's, um, she's our small little quick guard. Um, and what's great about this team is I could put any of them on the basketball court. And Kayla Maluli, I can't forget about Kayla, one of my hardest working seniors on the court. Um, what's great about this team is that I could put any one of them on the court. Mm -hmm. um, and they are able to play, you know, the various different positions out there um, and you know they're all contributing offensively um, especially defensively they're all working hard um, playing great defense and and helping us secure the the rebounds when we need it I'm gonna ask coach in a moment here to name her assistant coaches but first let's have the the ladies here talk about coach for a moment what, what, what kind of a coach is she Bella you're already you're already smiling so give me one or two sentences about coach she pushes us to be our best and to work hard and make sure it pays off during the games. And I see a head shaking yes over here. Is that, did she pretty much sum it all up? Yes. <laughs> Anything yes. else to add? Um, I'm good at running. You're good yeah, at, okay. really good at running. Yeah. Yes. I think we are. We're, we're in shape. We're in very good shape. Is, is, that a, is that a Coach May specialty? Is that what, something you were looking to bring to the program when you came in? Um, I think so. One of the things growing up I learned was, you know, we were a very defensive team when I was at Linwood High School, and um, we had to put a lot of pressure on the ball and keep teams below 30 points. And so to do that, you have to have great conditioning to be able to press teams full court the entire game, especially as small as we are. That's what we have to do is we have to try and put pressure on the ball all the time, and you have to have that great conditioning. And like I mentioned before, I let you go. I do want to make sure we mention your assistant coaches. I know they put a lot of time and effort in. Who are the Kamiak Knights, uh, other members on the bench there? Yeah, our um, JV coach is Ron, De Ron Denga, and our um, C-team coach is Jarrell Holliman. So there you have it, the Kamiak Knights, who, by the way, are playing a doubleheader tonight against Glacier Peak, a team they've already beaten earlier this year. And it's nice to see Kamiak uh, in second place. Used to seeing Kamiak the last few years anyway, looking up at the Glacier Peaks and the Jacksons. And so far, so good. Coach, thank you very much for your time tonight. Thank you. And best of luck, ladies, and congratulations on a nice season so far. Thank you. There you go. How'd you like that answer from Bella, by the way? Everett Harold, Harold Nett. There you go. They're going to love good, that. Good. I'll make yeah. sure that Cam and, and, and Zach and those guys get a, get a look at that one. You betcha. And Chad. Today's game, today's game, how about today's show? Brought to you by Erickson Furniture, Somish County PUD, Glass by Lund, Ace Hardware Stores in Everett, Lake Stevens, and Stanwood by GSR Rental in Monroe, Dale Wagner Law Office, Allstate Insurance Agent Brian Reed, The Buzz Inn Steakhouse, Hometown Handyman, 
Screen Printing Northwest, Mike Dixon Farmers Insurance, the Law Office of Russell and Hill, and by Hattrick Northwest. And who did we have on the show tonight? Should I break it down in quarters since we're talking games, or should we go yes, segments like quarters, we normally do? Quarters. <laughs> in the qu- first quarter tonight, we had uh, Henry Von Joanne from Northwest Baseball Umpires Association. We then spoke to Anthony Wiedercare, the head boys basketball coach for the Lakewood Cougars. We then heard from Luke Carpenter, the head basketball coach for Marysville Pilchuck. And then in that final segment there, you just heard from the Kamiak Knights girls basketball team, head coach May Tapua, along with players Bella Hassan and Nayella George. Nayella George. There you go. We'll tell you that Everett beat Snohomish Knight boys basketball 67-66 to on a buzzer beater. There's games going on tonight, tomorrow, every day of the whole <laughs> rest of the week. Yeah, they're trying to squeeze them all in before districts start, That's start right. next week. Put on your mask and head on out Get to on the game. Get on out there. Good games going on. And we've got girls basketball tonight, tomorrow night here on KRKL. The Jackson Timberwolves and the Glacier Peak Grizzlies. 7 o'clock pregame, 7.15 tip-off. Joel Boyer and I will be out at Glacier Peak High School Gym. Excellent. Yeah, That is be, tomorrow night. That could be a really good game, by the way. I like yeah, that one. Could be. And we will have Prep Sports Weekly again with you next week. For Steve Willett, I'm Tom Lafferty. Good night from Everett. KRKO Everett, K237GN, AM 1380, and FM 95.3. Your music. James Taylor, Chicago. Beatles. Huey Lewis. Now, more of Everett's greatest hits. KRKO.
Carol King. I feel the earth move. The KRKO phone app is free. Great songs and dynamic stereo sound anywhere you go.